This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Thanks for being with us. I am Danny Williams, Jake Myers, the co-host who produces the product as well. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center in Colorado. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Jake and I just wrapped up the radio show. Not tons of Broncos today on the radio show. There's some Nuggets stuff we had. We did some Broncos. But I think we wanted to save our best stuff for the podcast today, which we're going to do here. Um, we have a lot to talk about still. And I think uh, maybe the theme or we'll start this podcast uh, by, you know, um, with, you know maybe by asking the question, is there any hope left? For this team this season. And before you say no, Jake, we make this the shortest podcast in podcasting history. <laughs> um, let's just talk through it. Let's talk ourselves through it. And we'll start with, I mean, we know if they lose, they'll be three and five. Will's coming off. I five don't know, straight losses. I don't know where they would find another three more wins on the season, four more wins on the season, let alone flirt with the eight and a half that guys like us, you know, thought, oh man, yeah, nine or ten. Okay. Um but let's start here with maybe a positive tone here, okay? Let's say, okay, let's go into the future and do a, bar, a bizarro world, okay? Diddle-oo, diddle-oo, diddle-oo. And uh, go into a, 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 a universe where the Broncos win this game this weekend and they're four and three. I'm sorry, they're four and four, okay? Um, they're four and four, okay? Let's just start there. Four 500. That's a 500 team, I think, and I mentioned this in the show today. Um, if you'd have started the season before the start of the season, they didn't play a game yet, and you said uh, they'd be four and four through eight games, and you'd look at it. Well, first three games, win two, lose one, uh, beat um, the Steelers, the Raiders, or the Ravens. One of those three. Get you to three wins. You still lose a couple, but you beat Washington. Or let's say they win last week. You beat Cleveland, and they lose to Washington, and they're 4-4. Four and four. Right. Doesn't all those different journeys, those different situations, um, didn't each one of the avenues that you took to 4-4 four and four feel different? Yes, they do feel different. Because now they've had four straight losses. It's our current predicament yeah. situation that makes us feel the worst. The even Broncos, to the yeah. point that if we win this weekend and we're four and four, we can't even appreciate it and really accept it for what it might really be because of the despicable, you know, route they have taken in the last month to get to um, to four and four. Okay, so again, let's now that we've you know accepted that, talked about it, realized that. That is, in fact, kind of the case. Four and four was about right where the Broncos should have been. Go okay, so at uh, two twenty-five on Sunday, you get Washington. Let's say they win that game. I think I predicted it twenty to sixteen. What was your prediction? I have the football team twenty-three to twenty-one. We'll do our official predictions still on Thursday and Friday, or yeah, on Thursday and for you, Friday for me. But that's just the feeling we had as we you know went through and picked some games with the Hooters girls uh, today on the radio show. Giggity. All right. Um, okay. They're four and four in this world of ours, right? You ready for right, this? Right. You have the Cowboys the following week. Before we start picking the games, let's just hear them. 
Okay. The Cowboys at the Cowboys the following week, hosting the Eagles the next week, hosting the Chargers the following week, at the Chiefs the next week, hosting the Lions the following week, hosting the Bengals the week after that, at the Raiders December 26th, at the Chargers the next week, and hosting the Chiefs um, to wrap up the season. Okay. Nine, nine games left after this one. Nine games after our hypothetical 4-4 four and four record, okay? So let's see here. Um, I think that the Cowboys... In Dallas. In Dallas are kind of pretty highfalutin right now. They kind of go in bossa nova. Um, it would have to be a big letdown for them and a pretty big win for the Broncos to go win that game. So let's say they lose. They're 4-5. and five. So Let's say they then win the following week, hosting the Eagles. They win some kind of slugfest in the same fashion that they might win this Redskins game. Okay? We're back to 500. They're 5-5. Five and five, Okay? Hosting the Chargers. Let's be positive here. Let's say they beat the Chargers, they're 6-5, and five for one of their first um, survive a slugfest, get to 30-27 to 27 wins where they've looked different than they have since the beginning of the season, and it's their biggest win in the calendar season, okay? They're 5-6-5 and six and five then. They're 6-5, and five, okay? Then they have the Chiefs the following week, who I bet you put up 50 points on the Broncos. Probably. And they're 6-6 six and six again. Well, light at the end of the tunnel. You're hosting the Lions the next week. That's not you're an easy win. 7-6. That's not an easy win. It's not an easy win. Dan Campbell's got those boys playing right now. Especially when you lose at home to the Bengals the following week, Ooh. which would make you 7-7 seven and seven at the Raiders. Say you win it, uh, and you're 8-7. and seven. Yeah, right. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Did I Adam win there somewhere? Let me go back here. Um, you're four and four after Washington, four and five after the Cowboys, five and five after the Eagles, uh, six and five after the Chargers, six and six after the Chiefs, seven and six after the Lions, seven and seven after the Bengals, eight and seven after the Raiders. Eight and eight after the Chargers, and eight and nine after you lose to the Chiefs at home so to wrap up the regular. Is this season. the best case scenario? That's because, best case yeah, situation because and some of those games, the Broncos aren't going to win. Those right, games. and it's an it's a indication and a sign, and truly kind of tells you that how the schedule falls here. Even if you're managed to come up with a big win here against Washington, you got the um, Dallas the next week. You're not going to beat both of those teams. You're not going to do it. Um, the Chargers, I'm not sure who and what they are. We're just getting into our divisional games now mm-hmm. with the Chargers who we haven't played yet and the Chiefs who we haven't played yet. So um, hosting the Chargers, could they win that game? Yeah, but I bet they get slaughtered by the Chiefs. The Lions game has become in jeopardy here. And again, even if you win, beat the Lions, you the Bengals, you come back with the Bengals who will beat you at home. And the schedule doesn't provide an opportunity for the Broncos to get out of a hole, to create any momentum, to find a couple wins in the road to get themselves back in playoff contention. That all happened early in the season with the three wins, but then with the way that and the shape that you um, the Raiders are beatable, you lost them. The Browns, you couldn't have found a, a weaker, phys- literally physically weaker opponent to go out there and play. You lose to them. Um, the Steelers, that was a winnable game that they played well in the second half, but they were so horrible in the first half, it took them out of contention to win that winnable game. And it's who and what you are. It's where this thing is, Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the truth. Um, 
Uh, I know this is the Broncos Blitz podcast, and if you cut me open, I orange and blue blood would spill out everywhere. But um, it probably it would probably be red. Well, probably some sort of red, but um, you get the point. And it's like what this season has become. Their chance to become a playoff contending team came um, with. Uh, the opportunity against the Steelers, the Raiders, um, the Browns, and even the Ravens. Um, they got their quarterback knocked out of that game, so that's why I don't talk about that game in the same kind of tone. But um, those were all winnable games. Yeah. The rest of these games, as teams are getting their shit together, and the uh, Chiefs are now um, you know, um, playing with an incredible sense of urgency. Um, the Cowboys trying to be a, a, a championship contending team. Um, it's like it, it gets harder. It gets harder. The Broncos get worse down the stretch is the feeling that I have. And and I think that's just kind of any, you know, common sense kind of train of thought of two and what this Broncos team is right now. Um, is That's the direction that they're going. You get Judy back this week. I think he helps yeah. you win this game. Um, but only because Washington is as bad as the Broncos. And I swear to you, I think it's a coin flip. I think the talent on the field across the board, up and down and around, circular, it's all good things, is uh, equal. Uh, purely, truly equal. Uh, I think Henneke is um, Teddy's equal. Um, you got Scary Terry. Uh, I'm not sure. Know what, I don't know what Chase Young's status is, but they still are uh, formidable and reputable um, on defense. They didn't have Alex Smith here to put the things on the on back on the track. Right. The ultimate leader, you know, the man of respect who's been to a bunch of Pro Bowls. Um, they got Henneke, which he's not a bad dude, but you, he's not the fit to lead a bunch of other young guys. And um, the Broncos have their work cut out for for him. If this was in Washington, I'd pick Washington. Okay. So let's call this the halfway point of the podcast. Okay. Talk about our friends um, in the podcasting game who make this podcast possible um, and who you can win lots of money with. Why wouldn't you? That's who we win lots of money with is DraftKings. Um, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has an awesome opportunity offer for you guys right now. It's not deposit $1,000, and if you lose $1,000, we'll give you $1,000 in site credit. I mean, they you could do all that stuff with them. Again, like the big matches and all that kind of stuff, you can. But right now, $5, okay? $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and and if they do, you win $200 in free bets. I almost said 100 No, $200 in free bets. Winner, winner, Jake. Chicken, Chicken dinner. dinner. Okay, so right now DraftKings has, um, that's for all you new customers, guys. So take advantage of this opportunity where you don't have to deposit 500 bucks to get bang for your buck or even a couple hundred bucks. Five bucks? I mean, I think a minimum deposit is like $10. And then right away, you got $5 turning into $200. $5 left. Get your $5 to you win back. You got $200. 10 bucks to do whatever you want with. And I've seen guys turn these free bets into thousands and thousands of dollars. Actually, these free bets allow you to take chances and gambles that you normally wouldn't take. I think that's why guys have so much success with them. I have. That's what I have had success with because I'm willing to, you know, roll the dice, push it, um, do some things I wouldn't otherwise be willing to do with money you just deposited. So um, I'm telling you, set yourself up here. You make on this one. It can set you up for the whole rest of your football season. Uh, If you bet the NBA like we do as well, all that stuff. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. um, Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. You win um, $200 in free bets. Promo code MHS. Again, use our promo code MHS so they know that we sent you to the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See Sportsbook. Um, Let me see. See 
DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Jay, a couple things. Um, this Kenny Young character who they traded for from the Rams, who's their third leading tackler, yeah. who's um, a starter for them for a long time. Not sure who or what or how this happened. Um, again, it's a flyer. Um, they're desperate um, at the position they are, but this guy's a good player who they added from the Rams, a Super Bowl contending team. Right. Is this dude... Um, like uh, a jerk? Is he a bad dude? Is he uh, something about to drop on this guy? Is he uh, do his lo- teammates hate him? Is he an is he an asshole? I mean, like, what's the deal here that the Rams, other than having ri- ridiculous depth, right. but they're not trading a depth guy. They're trading a starter. This linebacker can play. What's up with this guy? Yeah, I think um, you know. Obviously, the the Broncos got a steal. I don't know how George Payton. Uh, got this deal done, uh, getting Kenny Young for a, a 2024 six-round draft pick. Uh, and the the Rams even sent a 2024 seventh-round pick to the Broncos as well. Um, so there's got to be something within that locker room. Maybe he didn't gel right with the other guys. Maybe he was rubbing people the wrong way, and, and he just wasn't a good fit, and they just needed him to get out of there. Um, and this could be good for Kenny Young. Maybe it's a change of scenery and uh, a, an elevated role to uh, the Broncos' number one linebacker, and he's going to have to play um, substantial football for the Broncos because they're they're decimated at the linebacker position. And like you said, a desperate move to bring in Kenny Young, and also uh, they brought in uh, uh, Stephen Weatherly uh, from the Minnesota Vikings Tell as me well. About him, um, you know, he he's got a. A decent um, relationship with George Payton. Uh, he hasn't played too much this season. He's got uh, nine total tackles on the season. He's someone who George Payton knows, obviously. Right. The Kenny Young, um, um, you know, acquisition sure is interesting. And I'll take any players from the Rams that they would want to trade over here or offer up all day, every day. Yes. Um, this is the time of the year from the Broncos where – I am trimming fat. I'm moving on from Kyle Fuller. I would trade Von Miller. Uh, Kareem Jackson might need to go. Um, I'd have to take a look here um, and think about some other players who I'd be willing to maybe part ways with. Big pitcher to let young guys step up, bring some value in return, whether it be another uh, an, another young player, um, someone else's problem who I think I could fix, or um, just a draft pick, you know, um, that you can use as as an asset to move up, to switch picks, to move up for a guy. All that kind of stuff is very important. Come anytime, because trades can happen almost anytime, but especially come draft time. Um, I would be some searching rosters for guys mm-hmm. like Kenny Young all day long. Um, guys who maybe were high on my draft boards a couple few years ago have been backing up. Who I still see, you know, saw an opportunity and or like something. It's like it's a, it's an twenty four seven all day every day uh, unlimited staff job of guys who are doing that searching rosters for um you know young talent because there's only many there's only so many ways an nfl team can get better jake you only get seven draft picks Mm -hmm. okay and if say you had a couple more maybe you have 10 in a draft or 11 or maybe some you maybe only have five and the falcons only had like five or six picks in this last draft um 
at trades, it's not, this is not like baseball. It's not like the NHL. Um, trades are, are few and far between. They're rare. They're hard to come by and put together. Um, it's different than, than, than the other leagues when it comes to um, definitely to uh, trading for players or trading away players. So the NFL is the hardest league to acquire. There's no minor leagues. You know, the, your college football um, system is your essentially your minor league system. It doesn't mean you right. can call guys up. Um, your scout team is um, there and um, created for other teams to be able to pick guys off of it so those guys can play. So those guys could go play for a team instead of um, you know uh, being on a practice uh, squad for another team. So the way it shapes up the team, it's, um, the NFL, um, the system like the, it's getting better is very, very hard. It's hard to do. Not lots of opportunities, Jake, and right. ways. That's why guys, um, you're, you're so invested in guys that it's hard to trade guys or not let guys go who you're unfamiliar with as opposed to a guy who's like you, you're very very familiar with uh, it's hard to do the best teams do it well um I want to have the biggest because uh, you know I can pay scouts a hundred thousand, a hundred fifty thousand. Those guys are you know, that's chump change. Players cost millions and millions of dollars. I want to have the biggest scouting department, the biggest front office, uh, the most voices in the room. If I'm a team like the Broncos or any struggling team, that's what I would be doing. I'd be acquiring guys from other talented front offices, getting them in here, promoting them, giving them opportunities. What do you see here feel like? What's your philosophies? All that kind of stuff, Jake, is so important to a winning team, let right. alone a losing team, Jake. Let alone a losing team. You know yeah. what I mean? You feel me? And, you know, going back to uh, Kenny Young a little bit and, and you know, trying to get these deals done, the Broncos, you know, that beggars can't be choosers. And, no and if something it. is wrong with Kenny Young and some <laughs> of these other guys that they're trying I love to the way get, you put that. You're right. they're not in any position to, um, they they have no leverage. Uh, no, so right. they have to take what they can get. Well, and, and, you know, I was trying to figure something out and Kenny Young, I thought maybe he has a, a massive contract that the like Rams wanted to get ACL rid of from a year or two ago or something like but that. But it's, it's not even that. I mean, Kenny Young, he's, Due to make one point three million dollars this year, he, he's not. He's on a four year, three million dollar deal. You know, I mean, it's, it's, we'll, it's not a huge contract. We'll see. For better, or for worse, we will see uh, what this guy's capable of. If he's a cog there, or, um, if he's a brick, or if he's a you know, if he's mortar. Um, but that's kind of who and what it is. I think that's kind of the end of the podcast for today. Tomorrow we'll we'll break down the Redskins, and I know in a lot of ways it feels like we've moved on from. The games, in a sense, mattering, as weird as that sounds, but and moved on to more big picture stuff. No, because if they win this game, they're four and four, and then you go from there and you see what happens. And maybe you hope and you pray by some miracles chance that the return of Judy and a couple other players spark maybe um, some kind of confidence and allow the Broncos to maybe do the things that they had planned on doing at the beginning of the season, which again, the Redskins were buried last year, found a way to, again, at nine, at seven and nine, seven and nine is not going to get the Broncos into the playoffs, but uh, the Titans found a way when they, um, um, weren't very good last year, had all the COVID stuff to get right and still make a great run. Mm -hmm. The Ravens were a 500 team, kind of feeling like who and what are these guys. Um, last year, they got their act together and had a great second half surge. Um, I, the Broncos don't have those kind of quarterbacks and that kind of talent. No. But 
uh, again, like if we're just kind of doing this like proper, they're not dead yet, but you know, um, they're in critical condition, life support. It feels know? like they're drowning. It feels like they're drowning right now. Um, They'll need a splashy big win this weekend for anyone to change any kind of feelings on um, who and what this team is. Um, and we'll talk about it more tomorrow. Jake, good job. Uh, oh, any listener out there to this podcast, we appreciate it. You know where you can find podcasts anywhere in the world. You can find this Broncos Blitz podcast. Um, that Podcasts are had, including MileHighSports.com and the Mile High Sports app. Check our radio show out that we do from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. every single day at 98.1 FM here in Denver. Um, or watch us at MileHighSports.com stream at milehighsports.com. Get podcasted versions of that at milehighsports.com. But for Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. That was our Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.